Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share this guest with you today because sometimes, you know, when you're in business and you get things going and then tax time comes, dun, dun, dun. And it doesn't have to be like that, right? Like it really, really doesn't. And this guest I have on today is really going to simplify things and she's fun and bubbly and so lovely that you are actually probably going to look forward to tax time, oddly enough, because she's going to make your life that much easier. So Andy, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thanks so much for having me. This is going to be super fun. And yes, money does not have to be scary. It does not have to be hard. Yes. Amen to that. So let's just go ahead and start off by having you tell us a couple details about you and your business. Sure. So my name is Andy Smiles, um, and I always say I'm the Andy behind andysmiles.com. And I am a professional bookkeeper and small business financial consultant. So I have a blog where I write about all things self-employed finance. Like basically, if it has to do with money in your business, I cover it. Um, and I also have a weekly live show where I also talk about all things self-employed finance. So I am a giant money geek. <laughs> I love that term, money geek. I haven't heard that one before, but it makes sense. So let's go ahead and dive into the juicy stuff. So we're going to be talking about how us small business owners can use QuickBooks Online to make tax time a heck of a lot easier. And so as we're going through this, before we get into the steps, kind of start to describe your business before you implemented this particular process. Yeah, definitely. I actually refer to myself lovingly as a recovering financial hot mess because it took me a long time in my own small business to implement my own bookkeeping system, which for a bookkeeper is kind of like the walk of shame, like admitting like, yeah, I had my business for about six years before I really started to take my own bookkeeping seriously. So for all of you that are maybe feeling a little bit shameful about that, don't worry. I am a professional and it took me many, many years to get that. But yeah, before I was using QuickBooks Online, like I mean, my bookkeeping just wasn't done. Like it just, right. I didn't do it. It was super overwhelming because you get so far behind that you get to the point where you don't even know where to start and you feel like starting just becomes like futile, right? Because there's so much to do. And I was totally in that boat. And I was also one of those people that every tax time I was scrambling around. It was super stressful. I knew I was missing deductions and I, I mean, I had a lot of money shame around this because this was my job and I was building these like incredible systems for people. But then in my own business, I had like nothing going for myself. Totally. And I mean, I, I love that you talked about just being a hot mess because that is like what it can be when you're just running your business, flying in the seat of your pants. We all have done it. And it just, it's like, it doesn't have to be that hard. And so when you can really put a process that supports you and makes you feel like you're a legit business owner and supports you. Like it makes all of the difference. So was there a moment that kind of finally drove you to put a process in place? Was it a health scare? Was it, you know, a client falling through the cracks or whatever else? Or was there a moment or was it just kind of a sequence of like, all right, I can't take this anymore before you put a process in place? 
It was a few things. So definitely I had the experience of being April 14th and doing my taxes and like literally doing my bookkeeping as I was doing my taxes. And it was a nightmare. And I like was like, I never want to do this again, especially because for my clients who, you know, I'm using QuickBooks online with them, I knew that it'd be as easy as like sending a report off to your tax preparer. So I was like, why am I putting myself through this? But there was also a point in my business, I realized that I was really devaluing my service. And part of realizing that was realizing that I didn't actually understand my own numbers. So I didn't understand, you know, how much money I was making, how much I was spending and what my net income was. And I, all I knew really was that I felt broke all the time. And I realized again, because I have a background as a bookkeeper and part of my job as a bookkeeper is analyzing people's numbers is that I really needed to do that for myself. But you cannot start analyzing your numbers unless you know your numbers, unless you actually Hello. have something to run. Yep. So, so true. Yeah. So true, right? So when I realized that I was, you know, I needed to raise my rates, I needed to create a sustainable business model for myself, I really needed to start kind of look at it as like taking my business seriously. Part of that was like having a full picture of my finances, which if you're doing your bookkeeping once a year on April 14th, you really don't know what's going on in your business finances. Yeah. It's just not, it's not a good look. Really, really not. So speaking of that, let's walk through the steps that you take your clients through to really make this whole money finances taxes thing a heck of a lot easier and maintain it throughout the year versus just being a last minute lacy and struggle busing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the very first thing that I mean, I, I had to do for myself and I, my clients also need to do for their, their selves is you really have to do some of the emotional work around your resistance to money. And that's just mm -hmm. real. Like a lot of people think that they can just like dive into QuickBooks and dive into their money and dive into their finances. And the truth yeah. is, is if like you are not acknowledging your own emotional stuff around money and your own emotional resistance to money, your own money shame, the stuff that is coming up which is like what has kept you this long from doing your bookkeeping or, you know, even looking at your business finances, you're not going to get very far with your system. So yeah. I always say like step number one, the foundation is dealing with the emotional side of money. You got it at least, you don't have to fix it all at once, but you at least need to acknowledge what's going on and start to notice it and, and notice your own patterns. Mm. So you have the emotional side. You know, and then there's like this practical side of like signing up for QuickBooks online. And the most, the thing that when people start with QuickBooks online, the thing that's really overwhelming with any bookkeeping system, but especially QuickBooks online is the categories. So yeah. before you even get into like syncing my bank account and like putting things in the blah, 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 you gotta like first sit down and map out all of your revenue streams. So all of your income categories and all of your tax deductions and really think strategically about that. Because the other thing is that you're not just using the system for taxes, you're using it to make strategic decisions about your money, right? Cause you're doing all of this bookkeeping work, right? You're going to start doing this bookkeeping work and you want to use it for, you know, making these like really intentional decisions about 
your finances. So that might mean you might need to break out your different revenue streams in your bookkeeping system. So you can look like this revenue stream A make more than revenue stream B and what are my costs associated with digital products, right? And so on and so forth. So again, this is like before you're even in the software. You want to sit down and make a, I call it a financial map in accounting lingo. It's called a chart of accounts, but you want to go through and figure out what are my income streams and how do I want to track these income streams? Like what do I actually want to track and know in my business and then create income streams around that? And then also what do I need to track and know in terms of my spending and create your tax deductions around that? So that's step number two. Step number three is to give yourself time to learn the program. So mm. I always tell people, like, at least give yourself a week without doing actual bookkeeping work just to click on all the buttons. Because people get into that program, and QuickBooks Online is especially tricky because there are so many menus within menus and like hidden menus that you really need time to familiarize, familiarize yourself with it. And it doesn't mean that you will always be lost in the software. It just means that if you just dive in and you don't take the time to know where everything is, it can feel really overwhelming and frustrating. Yeah, and I then, totally agree. Do you find that QuickBooks has like a really good knowledge base or like university where they have like how to do everything or do you, have you put together like a specific thing on how to learn all the different things of QuickBooks or do you just suggest that people play with it? So I'll be honest. I find, I think that the QuickBooks online training is not so great. Um, I have some blog posts where I've written about, you know, how to set up your QuickBooks online, kind of like the first steps you're going to take. And I also have that's books that's really geared at the small business owner, right? So the person like you and I who are going to do our own bookkeeping and what are the things that need to know? It's not every single bell and whistle that QuickBooks does because QuickBooks is a professional. Huge corporations use it. It's really about like, what are the things that the typical, you know, solopreneur or small entrepreneur needs to know in QuickBooks online? Mm, yeah. No, that's super, super helpful. Cause I think a lot of times it's like, how do I even start tinkering with things and whatever else? So I think, you know, it's, it's really crucial, especially for taxes and, and accounting to understand the languaging. Cause it is a different language. You know, you'd mentioned, you call it financial mapping and, and accounting. It's like chart of accounts or something. And I'm like, I have no idea what chart of accounts is. And so it's important to familiarize yourself because we all want to be in business for a long time. And you're always going to have to understand your numbers and your money. Uh, even if you hire, you know, bookkeepers and, and tax people later on, you still should know your numbers. Like that's something that will never completely get off your plate because you need to know the health of your business. So you might as well go ahead and learn that language right now. <laughs> yeah, it's totally worth the time investment. Like a lot of people are very impatient, right? They're just like, I just want right. to start now. And it's like, it's really worth the extra week that you take to fully learn the, like, the software in the terms of your needs, right? So learning it within the context of your needs, it's worth that time because when you learn it in that way, as your business grows and evolves, you know, the software is very sophisticated. It can grow and evolve with your, with your business, but instead of having to learn 
500 new systems at once, you're just adding like one small thing on top of what you already know. So it becomes very manageable. And to me, it becomes a very organic learning process if you build that like strong foundation. Love that. Perfect. All right. Then what's next? Okay. So after you have learned software, you've set it up, you've done all this stuff, right? So now you're like in it. You're like, I'm ready to start doing my bookkeeping. Hear so often from people is that they sit down to do their bookkeeping, you know, they open up QuickBooks online and they just stare at the computer because they're like, where do I even start? Like what's step one, what's step two, what's step three? Like what, what are my processes every week, every month and every quarter? So again, you know, a lot of this work is happening outside of the software because the software is a tool, but you need to sort of like decide how you're going to use this tool. Like how often are you going to use it? You know, what are you going to use it for? Um, what processes are you going to do in, in what time frame? So I recommend that people do their bookkeeping weekly because that is um, often enough to stay on top of it where it doesn't be overwhelming but not so often that you're just like, oh my God, I have to do my bookkeeping every day. I mean, full disclosure, I do my bookkeeping every day and I love it, but right. most people are not like, like I like open quick. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do my bookkeeping today. But most people are not like that, right? Right. So you want to know, yeah. You want to have a financial task list for your weekly processes. You want to create a financial task list for your monthly processes. And then you want to create a task list for your quarterly processes, right? Because each of those are going to build on top of each other. And, you know, if you're doing it every week, once you've gotten yourself caught up, I mean, it depends on the size of your business, but a lot of like newer, smaller business owners can generally get through their bookkeeping between 30 to 60 minutes a week, and it'll get faster as you go on. Nice. I love that. I love, love, love that. All right. Then what's next after that? So after that, you know, at that point, you're just in maintenance mode. I mean, mm. at this point, like once you are going and you're doing your bookkeeping, you're basically just maintaining it. And there's not much more that you need to do in terms of like what comes next because you're in the thick of it. But what I would say to people is like once you get your bookkeeping into the system to really utilize the reporting functions in QuickBooks Online because there are really robust reports, like even within a simple profit and loss statement, which is a report that generates, you know, uh, what you've earned, what you've spent and your net income in any given time frame that you want. You can do things like compare it to the previous month, compare it to the previous year, look at the dollar change, look at the percentage change, look at the month broken out by weeks. And that you become strategic for money, right? When you start to totally. look at your numbers and notice trends and patterns, that's when you're suddenly able to say, oh, I notice that if I'm looking at a report for the first quarter of the year, I notice that February, my income is really down and my spending's really up. So I either need to, you know, figure out a way to bump up my income in February, or I need to reduce my spending, right? And you can start to have you know strategic decisions about your business and then that's also where we get into like cash flow management which is basically like do you have enough money to pay your bills well if you know when money's coming in and going out of your business you can then start to manage your cash flow better yes cash flow man management is one of those topics that 
not a lot of people talk about and you're like oh yeah great i had a great month so then i'm just gonna like be chill and it's like well maybe but also maybe not because then you're gonna get into this like feast and famine where like all the clients none of the clients all the clients none of the clients and that can just be really tricky to manage and so without knowing everybody's business model who's listening you know i think that it's important to just be continuously seeking opportunities to help manage the flow of cash in your business because none of us like to be on roller coasters unless you just you know actual roller coasters you enjoy but entrepreneurial roller coasters i don't think anybody enjoys so i i totally agree that i mean that was something that i definitely had to learn a little bit of the hard way but so i guess i'm speaking from my own personal experience but once you start to really understand when money's coming in, when it's going out, how you need to balance things, when you need to get rid of certain expenses, then it can really help ease a lot of anxiety that you may have around the money stuff. Because if you are just doing your business blind, well, of course you're going to get anxious because you have no idea what money's coming in, when it's coming in, how it's coming in, where it's going, all of that stuff. So I, I completely agree with you. Any last like tips or tricks or anything like that, that kind of finalize your, your process? So yeah, just to bring it back around to taxes, because I know taxes are such a stressful time for small business owners yep. with, you know, when you're in maintenance mode with QuickBooks, you know, and doing your own bookkeeping, taxes go from going through piles of receipts, searching for that one thing to really the matter of end of year, you kind of do a quick review of your bookkeeping, just to you know, make sure the categorizations are fine, nothing strange is happening, nothing wonky is happening. And then you run a report. You just run a report. If you have a tax preparer, you send the report off to the tax preparer, you know. It, it's so much less stressful. And I've experienced this myself because I was one of those people, like night before taxes are due, I'm like there with my calculator, going through receipts, being like, what is this? You know, to literally running reports, sending it to my tax preparer, and it feels like almost cheating, right? Because you're like, I can't believe I can like do my taxes in like, it feels like a click of a button almost, but you have to maintain it. I mean, that's really, I think my, my if I'm going to drive anything home is that you can get into this fancy system, but you do need to maintain it because that's where the ease comes from. That's where the like feeling like, it's, you know, it's 30 minutes a week. It's very easy. Nothing odd or funky is happening. You're not trying to remember stuff from six months ago. That's where that all comes in is through the maintenance. Yes, I 100% agree with you on that. So with that being said, I'm going to ask you the few final questions. So what was your best financial investment in business? Ooh, my best financial investment in my business. I have to say that the best financial investment I ever made was going to coaching school for nine months, but not because of all this. I mean, I love all the skills I learned. It isn't that I didn't like learn about <laughs> my business, but because I was nine months, like basically being coached all the time, it really helped me understand what direction I wanted my business to go in that I didn't even know that I wanted. And I would say that like, 
that transformed my business. And it also helped me work through a lot of my own emotional stuff around my business where I was able to take some pretty big like leaps and steps and bounds within my business. So yeah, definitely doing that program. It, yeah, it completely transformed my business. It was pretty amazing. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. And then what was your worst financial investment in business? I think my worst financial investment was working with a few VAs who were not, who weren't really skilled in the way I need them to be skilled. So Mm -hmm. what I learned in that, (laughs) um, what I learned through that experience was to really choose your people carefully because you invest time and money into somebody, right? Because it's both. And when you, when they're not really fulfilling, like what you need them to fulfill in your business and which is supposed to make your business easier, right? It's supposed to make it easier to delegate. It, it feels like a bummer, right? Because then you end up spending even more time with them and then you're losing money in the sense that you're not using that time to like earn money in your business. So I have a fantastic person I work with now and she's like my second best financial investment in my business, but definitely I would say like not investing in the right people in my business. Yeah. Yeah. That can definitely, when you don't have the right team members, it can like really mess you up in so many ways more than just in your business. So it can really add some turmoil. So I, I totally get that. So where can people find you online? Give website, give social media, all the different places. Yeah. So my website is andysmiles.com and there is tons of information on my blog for small business finance. Like seriously, <laughs> if you have a question, it's probably answered there. So, uh, you know, if you're, if you're scratching your head and I've said things about cash flow and QuickBooks and revenue and reports, just go to my website. There's a lot of stuff on there. And then you can go to uh, facebook.com slash BFF course, which is my Facebook page. And that's where I do my weekly live show. And then also Instagram at bffcourse.com. So those are all the places that you can connect with me online. And like I said, I share a lot of tips about small business finance, and it's a great way to fill those knowledge gaps that, you know, coming back to the emotional side, kind of hold us back this idea that we don't know it. So, you know, we're, we're bad at money or whatever. Like once you start to learn these like few tips and tricks, you get kind of like, you know, you kind of get like turned into like a cowboy. You're like, oh yeah, I got this stuff. I can do this. It's really cool. Yes. Yes. I love that. And yes, guys dive into her stuff, her resources. Like this is money is something that isn't just like, you know, a little part of your business. You know, it, it tells really the story, the health of your business and the actual sustainability likelihood of your business. So take it seriously. So Andy, thank you so, 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 so much for being a guest and shedding light on a topic that can be difficult for a lot of people. And you just made it super simple, super straightforward. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me.